Recording, recording is go. Yes, uh, same. So I like how on when when Reno was on, you implied that I was uh, mo- uh that I had moved to Maine on accident. Oh, <laughs> I just said you were in Maine. You said you were. You said I, Luna's moving in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Luna's moving. Luna's in Maine. Like you didn't exactly say it, but like I can understand anyone who was like, "Wow, okay, Luna moved to Maine. I wonder if I wonder if she's like meeting up with Colin Space Twinks." <laughs> Um, yeah. Friend of a friend of a friend of the show, Colin Space Twig. Oh my god, could you imagine how, like, baller it would be? <laughs> I, like, I... Colin is, like, several degrees of separation from me. He's only two from me, because, like, Brooks is friends with him. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, Reno is friends with him, so, yeah, like, yeah, only one degree of separation. So, friend of a friend of a show. Yeah. We should get Reno to get him to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But, I... yeah, I was in Maine, and Maine was... It was okay. Yeah. It was it was nice, but like my parents vacation in a very weird way. Uh-huh. By which I'm it's the same way that every family vacations and it's the absolute worst way to vacation in my opinion, where it's just you get there and you just go 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 do everything you possibly can in the oh, 7 it's days the you're worst. there. Do everything. Go on a hike, go to every beach in the area. Go to ev- I'm like I don't mind doing that stuff, but I mind doing it every day like i'm on vacation yeah. to chill i don't want to do much foot traffic i want to just kind of stay in the house and just like yeah kick like, it. i mean i get the impulse because it's like oh we have to get the most out of this but it's also like i don't want to feel like i'm working when i'm on vacation yeah, you know yeah um Ugh. but it was pretty yeah how was it compared to like stephen king novels um well i did take a walk i did take a hike and uh, i don't know if you saw my snapchats but mm-hmm. um uh, the the woods that we were in were basically Stephen King's wet dream crossed with the 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 forests in Forks from uh from uh, Twilight. Nice, very good. <laughs> Got that deep Twilight cut reference. The city. Mm. Mm-hmm, I read mm-hmm. those books obsessively when I was a kid. Like I loved the fuck out of those books. Same. I, I got I got all um, of them. I got uh, what was the fourth one? Breaking Dawn. Yeah. I got that for my 14th birthday because like it came out the day prior, and I was like the happiest I've ever been in my life. Like my life was has been just been downhill ever since that 14th birthday. <laughs> I was there in the Barnes Noble oh! <laughs> midnight on a Tuesday. I don't know how the fuck my parents. We've had this exact boy. discussion. Before, I, think I think so too, but. <laughs> <laughs> that same birthday, I also got I also got a GameCube copy of Pool Paradise, mm-hmm. which is that that video game that like there's there's that picture that like someone covered up the L with a sticker for the price and it just says Pool Paradise. Great. Anyways, that's our intro. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Pool Paradise. Pool Paradise. This is your number one horror movie podcast in North and South America. Just those locations. Yeah, like, we're we're, we're shit in Europe. Like, no one in Europe gives a fuck about us. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, I'm Blair. I'm Luna. And for what, and for the first time in, like, what, a month? We don't have, we don't, we we are both here and we don't have a guest. Right. (laughs) It's just us. It It hasn't been since Shudder that we did this. Yeah. It's been crazy, though, recently. Oh, yeah. You've been coming back to school, right? Like, talk about... You can talk about that a little bit if you want. I can talk about that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just moved into school. It's the same room... It's the same room I was in last year. Hell, yeah. Different Uh, roommate, though? Same roommate. I didn't Uh, expect the same roommate. Was it the weird one with, like, the giant thing of cheese balls? 
No, that was or my was freshman that two years year. Ago? That was my freshman year. Oh, my God, um, that was so long ago. You should tell that story. That, that story is so stupid, but it's so funny to me. Okay, so my freshman year of uh, college, I was in the international dorm. So um, we would have, like, that was that's where all the international students go as well. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you get there again? How? I don't Why know. Why were I you just, in there? I mean, it's not all international students, but it's, like, yeah. where most of them go. Okay. Um, so I had this South Korean roommate who bought just so much stuff, which I guess bless her. Um, and she bought this giant tub of, like, just cheese balls. And she's like, hey, you can have some. And I ate so many fucking cheese balls that year. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Like, I'll just have help myself to a little bit. But you just can't have, like, a few a hand. cheese balls. You can't just. You have to eat them until you feel sick, you know? <laughs> you um, have to shove your head in there like it's a trough and you're a horse. Yeah, basically. Uh, it was my secret shame. <laughs> I tried really hard not to finish it off, but, uh, yeah, and I didn't. But I came close. I came very close to finishing it off. Um, yeah, that's my cheese ball story, that's I guess. That's the cheese ball story. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I've been moving, moved into my new house. It's tiny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so small, Blair. Yeah. Like, my kitchen was the size of this house. Oh my god. <laughs> like, not exactly, but like, it's bad. It's, it's small and it's very warm. Mm. My room doesn't have air conditioning. Oh, that sucks. Oh, it's, that's the worst. It's really terrible. Can you, like, get an air conditioning unit for your room? I mean, I can, but at the same time, fuck spending that much money? I guess. Like, I can handle the last month of whatever this heat is going to be, and then I can just, like, transition into the cool weather where the no air conditioning is going to be attractive. Of course, then it's going to be way too cold after, like, September passes. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, (laughs) my room's going to have no heating either. Oh, God. You're just going to live in, like, it's just, like, hell. Like, you live in, like... (laughs) The, the the Great Depression, but in your room, basically. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits, <laughs> the Great Depression. <laughs> like, no internal, like, heating or cooling. And also, I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you're eating, um, like, beans out of tin cans. Oh, I mean, yeah, I just do that all the time anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hate beans. It, it, yeah. I yeah, mean, I, yeah. I I don't understand anyone who likes refried beans. It's so weird. Oh my god, yeah. I think we're a bit off topic though. We watched a movie this week. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but we also have something else that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. So um, the other day, University of Chicago put out a statement that they were like taking a staunch stance against the idea of trigger warnings and safe spaces because they felt as though they were counterproductive to fostering an intelligent discussion. And like, yeah. first of all, no. like every single like i took a lot of film classes at at my college and every single one of them like every time suggested material was gonna like every time anything bad was gonna come up my professors would like just warn us like you know hey there's some sexual there's some non-consensual stuff there's some there's some graphic violence there's some like even like animal harm like what like one of my class in my in my the weird cinema class that i mentioned that at the start of this show or Uh the start of this pod doing like the first episode of the show like my my um one of my classmates and friends Jacob we both mentioned to the professor that like in, in jest mainly that like whenever an animal died in a movie we got really sad so mm-hmm. like he actually went out of his way to warn us whenever an animal died in the movies um, and so so the claim here is that uh, like warnings like this are mm-hmm. like a form of censorship 
which is dumb as hell and doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense it's like oh i don't understand what this thing is so i think it's censorship because like you you can literally have these have this content they're like the the implication behind trigger warnings is not you can't have this content it's like you can still have this content but you just have to be like like not a dick about it you know yeah it's like (laughs) it's like it's like common courtesy it is just common courtesy to i mean I mean, I know there's, like, the reason why they have, like, content warnings on movies is different Mm -hmm. than why, you know, trigger warnings exist, but they fulfill a similar purpose, but no one's, like... And it's not, like... And I have honestly never in my life seen the straw man that everyone seems to think exists that's, like, oh, this movie has triggering content for, like, a minute. I... This movie is terrible. Like... I don't have any very common triggers. Like, I can get through pretty much anything. But my one thing is anything involving fingernails. Like, any harm that comes to fingernails, I just cannot sit through. Uh-huh. So, like, I just... I If that have, if that comes up in a movie and someone's like... You know, I, I've been warned about this a couple of times in my film classes. And, like, I just kind of duck out for, like, 30 seconds, a minute. That's uh-huh. it. Yeah. And it's like... It's a non-issue. Like... Yeah. Ugh. I mean, and if if you create an environment where it doesn't have to be disruptive, and if it's not a thing, then it's fucking not a thing, you know? It's not a thing at all. It's like... And it's so... It's such a non-issue, because it's like, it's ten seconds out of the time you would take. It's like, hey, there's some, like, we're about to show some graphic war footage. You might want to step out if you got some issues with that. Or just, like, like slap it in the syllabus. Like, you yeah. don't even have to mention it. Just, like, put, like... Oh, here's the movies. If if it is a like a, a class where you're gonna be watching movies in it, mm-hmm. like just here's the movies we're gonna watch, and here's some like brief content warnings. You know? Yeah, Ugh. it's bad. It's, it's bad. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But I guess what else is new? Yeah, Vox put out a really good article about it, which I recommend reading. We'll put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll link that to you afterwards too because I read it while we were watching the movie. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Glad you were paying attention. Okay, listen, I've seen this movie before, okay? You haven't. You don't have I haven't. an excuse. I was paying attention. And yeah. off, you know. I was also paying attention, but you didn't seem to understand the ending? Um, I mean... Okay, we, we should get We'll into, get we should, there. Like, we shouldn't fast forward to that. We'll get there. Okay, so, so, we watched the uh, 2006 movie, The Last Winter, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good. Yeah, I, the end. The end. <laughs> uh, here's a, uh, you can reach us at fearbaiting at gmail.com. Um... But yeah, um, it's, uh, on the second viewing, it's a lot more, um, uh, like very, very green, like, yeah, like not, not like, not the, not like the Matrix, I mean like anti-global warming. Like yeah, very, yeah, uh, environmentally conscious. Very, um, Al Gore, was he the one who, who did the, the I think so, level? I think yeah, you're right, it, I think you're right. Al Gore would be a very big fan. Yeah, yeah, um. But that, not that that's something that puts me off, I believe. No, no, no. It was just yeah. like, uh, it was, it's a lot more blatant than I remember it being the first yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I haven't seen this movie in a while, but it, like, and then a similar, this kind of reminded me of is a movie called The Bay, which is another kind of environmental horror movie uh-huh. about, like, but it's about, like, animal mutation caused by, like, pollution and global warming and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. But, Yeah. Anyway. Another, another movie this reminded me of, very similar in its environmental horrors, uh, Furry Vengeance, starring Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Fab. I really, think there was a scene in that movie where, like, Brendan Fraser gets his nuts bit by a squirrel. I've never seen that movie. But do you think that happens in the movie? Like, uh, some squirrel bites Brendan Fraser's nuts and it's like, ha, get it? Squirrel uh, nuts? Undoubtedly. Like, undoubtedly. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Like, defo. Okay. Um, 
So we get our we have our cast in this movie. We've got uh, we've got Ed Pollock played by um, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, yeah, mm-hmm. and I really liked him in mm-hmm. this. Like, I think I didn't like the character very much, but I think Ron Perlman did a really good job of acting it. Oh, I love Ron Perlman and everything. Oh yeah, no, me too. Ron Perlman's a fantastic <laughs> actor. I mean, yeah, no doubt. It's weird to see him in this because like no one else in this movie is like a big name celebrity. Well, um, what's her name? Well, she's not big, but she was in American Horror Story, I think. Um, fuck, like the other woman, the the Native American one or the other no, one? the other one, the one who looked like she just stepped out of a salon. Yeah, exactly. I don't know her name, but uh, I'm gonna look at it real quick because I've got the Wikipedia page right. He, I don't have it open. But... Yeah, because she was in the first season of American Horror Story. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> was that the one with Jungle Jim ninety three at yahoo.com? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time, and Honestly, it's like it's like uh, what's the guy's name? He played Spock. Um, Zachary Kinto. Or Zachary Kinto, like? yeah. Yeah. Zachary Kinto, like wearing a fucking wetsuit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's so funny, uh, Connie Britton. Yeah, um, I don't know. Fuck, American Horror Story is so bad. Do you ever think about how bad American Horror Story is? I watched, like, ten minutes of the first episode. I've watched three seasons of it. Holy shit! Why? (laughs) Let me tell you, none of them are good. Coven had, like, the promise of being good because it was about witches. It could have handled misogyny. It could have... It was set in New Orleans, so it could have handled racism, and it did, but in the worst possible way. Like, the huge racist character was, like, like a comic relief sort of, like, thing. Like, ha oh, old racist Jim. He thinks black people shouldn't be able to vote. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, the punchline was that, like her head got cut off but she was still like alive so her head was just placed in a room like watching roots for like eternity i guess watching what roots roots like the 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 the, um tv movie thing about racism that came out in like 80s i think i've never heard of this but is this like a cultural touchstone or just yeah is this something i should know yeah it is (laughs) okay all right i don't know anything about anything fuck me i'm making a movie podcast what the hell am i doing well you're making a horror movie podcast so you don't need to know everything about everything (laughs) i I did i did like that one part where the 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 big black woman like jammed her hands into some fryers and then someone else's hands got burned yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this is our view of American Horror Story. <laughs> it sucks. It's not good. Oh Remember when God. everyone wanted to fuck Tate from the first season? I don't get it. Like, I don't get... I don't get the fan Who? Okay, first of all, no one in history has ever wanted to fuck a man named Tate. Yeah. It's one letter off from Tater. <laughs> it's, it's another letter off from Taint, so... <laughs> um, Blair, how do you spell Taint? <laughs> I mean, it's maybe another syllable off from taint. Or (laughs) consonant sound. It's very close. (laughs) Right, I'm sorry, I forgot. You pronounce taint like taint. (laughs) But yes, taint is a very gross name. It does sound similar to taint, I'll give you that. I'm just fucking, I'm just like giving you shit. (laughs) I just... People, sometimes people try to recommend it to me, and all I can do is just be polite and smile and not say anything about it. Because... (laughs) That's all you can do. Because they're like, I'm like, oh, I didn't care for it, so I stopped watching it. They're like, oh, you need to start watching it again, because it gets better. And I'm like, doubt? (laughs) Like, I doubt it, but okay. And then I just don't. And then what what was the fourth season called that was, like, really fun and nice and not offensive at all? 
Well, let's see. It was Freak Show, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, no I mean, there's been worse. Um, so we, the first one is Murder House. Murder House. Uh, the Great. second one is Asylum, which okay. I did not watch. Um, <laughs> Because it is as bad as it sounds. The third um, is Coven. The fourth the is uh, crazy. Show, like, is crazy house. Yeah, free show. Like you were right. The fifth, I think, is motel or hotel or something. That's the one with Lady Gaga in it. Okay, all right. That's <laughs> the point. That's my point of no return. We have to get back to talking about the movie. <laughs> like that's okay. my Manchurian Candidate trigger word. Like I just like you say Lady Gaga, and I'm like abandon, abandon, mo- abandon television show discourse. <laughs> okay. So we got through, like, not even half the cast of this movie. <laughs> Zero of the plot. Yeah, okay. So we've got we've got Ed Pollock, Hoffman, Abby, Maxwell, Motor, Elliot, Lee, Don, and Charles. And it's a very, mm-hmm. like, I, this is the entire cast. Like, there's no extras, there's no nothing. Yeah. And it's, it's like, the thing. It's, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. They're in they're in an art they're in an isolated environment designated for scientific research. This mm-hmm. one's for oil drilling. Whereas, uh, what was the thing? You've never seen the thing. I've never right? seen the thing. I don't remember what the the um the base was for there, but it was for science purposes. I remember that. Sure, sure. The thing's a really good movie. We should watch it. We should watch it. We watched it tonight. That's our movie tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. give Kurt Russell a ten out of ten. Great. <laughs> he's he's kind of hot. <laughs> Fab. Better than better looking than Ron Perlman, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think he's aged as well. Better looking in the eighties than Ron Perlman does now. Yeah, I don't know shit, so like I just trust you. Okay. Thank you for trusting me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in the last winter and it we, we open with Ed Pollock getting back from like a vacation from Alaska. Like he he's returning to the ba- the station at Alaska from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's a raucous welcome. And everyone's happy to see him. He brought cigarettes and he gives a porno book to the to one of the women mm-hmm. with Fabio on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then there's two people who work for the government who are like his enemies. Yeah, because and because or they they don't well, work. If they're not his enemies, like he's just he has a lot more ire with them than they do with him. Yeah. Uh, and it's because, like, he wants to just, like, fucking get a bunch of vehicles up there, and they're like, no, the ice is way too thin, we'll just, like, lose a bunch of money, and probably people as well. Yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're like, he just doesn't want to deal with policy, and that's all they're dealing with, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's, there's, there's immediate conflict there, you know, bureaucracy and whatnot. Yeah, and then they play some foobal. Mm-hmm. They they go out and play some football, and then Elliot I think gets laid the fuck out mm-hmm. by I don't remember who hits him, but yeah, I don't knocks know. Him the fuck out. Then we have a really good scene of just like some like eighties like what jazzy ish music. Oh my god! <laughs> playing while we like pan around the station to see what everyone's getting up to. We see like we see Abby and Hoffman fucking. We mm-hmm. see uh per uh. Pollock uh, smoking what I think is a cigarette could be a joint. Yeah, a well, and drinking, cigarette and, drink, and drinking some and drinking some um, some Jackie Daniels because that's all anyone in this movie drinks. Yeah, I mean they're rugged, so yeah, they're all very rugged, so they need to drink the Jack Daniel. Mm-hmm. The Jack Daniel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my best friend, Jack Daniel. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Jack Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> He's been here this whole time. He's just been waiting to talk until we introduce him. We forgot to do that earlier. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jack Daniel. Yeah? This is what I sound like. <laughs> I sound like I just ate a stick of butter. Is that what you sound like after you eat a stick of butter? 
probably. <laughs> oh no, I'm having a heart attack from eating too much butter. Agreed. So, <laughs> this is a fantastic, a classic character, a fan favorite. I can't wait for the fan art. <laughs> Goodbye, Jack Daniel. <laughs> <sighs> um, fuck. The show sucks. Oh my god. Zero movie. We talk about zero of the movie. We talked about a little bit. <laughs> um, enough, so, to war- <laughs> enough to warrant being 20 minutes into recording. No, not at all, but I had to do my Jack Daniel impression. Like, you can't you can't say that wasn't imperative. <laughs> I guess, I guess. I'll give that to you. I mean, you can say it was imperative, but you'd be lying to yourself. That's true. That's but, true. So, Maxwell is going out to, like, put some flags in the ice or something, and he asks uh, Hoffman about the kickwell, which is... A thing that's like a box covering up an oil spill or something. I'm not entirely sure. Uh-huh. But it's a very spooky looking thing that's like isolated, just like sitting in the middle. Kind of like, um... There's something that's very reminiscent of, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. I don't know what you're talking about, so... You, the, the box in the... No, in the I know ice. what you're talking about oh, okay, within okay, the context okay. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the movie, I swear to God. Okay. Um... But just like so, it, it's like a monolith. It's like the monolith from 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh, sure, way. yeah, but icier. <laughs> yeah, icier <laughs> and shorter and shorter. And it's, but called like, the, and it's called the Kickwell, like K I K Well, like you, like the app. Yeah, because um, people are um, getting their dicks wet on it. I more guess like, more like Dickwell. Yeah, that's a joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me, cons- let me consult the rules. Um, this is, like, I have, you have to go to, like, the very, very, like, very deep end of the rules, but that did qualify as a show. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Oh, God. This show is terrible. I love it, but it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, keep going. We're on a roll. We're on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't remember much what happens next, but w- then Maxwell is at the Kickwell. Mm-hmm. Maxwell, Kickwell. I, I think I made a, I think I had, like, a joke about that plan, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then there, Ron, Ron Perlman is very angry and yelling at Elliot about um, uh, the land and stuff, like drilling mm-hmm. into it and shit. Mm-hmm. And Elliot's like, what the fuck? No, the ice is bad. Yeah. And Ron Perlman's like, you're a fucking pussy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, um... and then I drop a beer bottle cap because I've been drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Had, had a Red's Apple Ale mm. with two Ds. R-E-D-D. Damn. So you can tell it's good. Damn. It's okay. It tastes like apple juice, but alcoholic. Mm. So that's your review. How many stars do you give it? (laughs) Eh, Three and a half. Three and a half? Solid. Yeah. Uh, Out of what, though? Five. Five? Okay. Five and a... Three out of... Three and a half out of five and a half? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so Maxwell's fucking missing. Like, no one knows where the fuck he is. Mm -hmm. And Ron Perlman's not worried because he says he could walk from here to Vegas on his hands. Which, like, show me. Yeah. Let me see that. Yeah. Let me see the beautiful hand-standing Maxwell. Right? I want to, like... We don't get any of that. Um, I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Ronald gets into another land dispute. And we got into a discourse about uh, whether Ron Perlman's first name was, in fact, Ronald. Yeah. I mean... Ronald's Ronald? a fucked up name. The only Ronalds that I know are Reagan and McDonald. Yeah, I think that's why. It, it's probably not a fucked up name, but we just associate it so strongly with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Like. It's, it's so, it's just, like, it's just like a weird clown name. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for two weird clowns, yeah. Yeah. 
Wait, was that a sick Reagan burn? Yeah, I mean, I he's dead, it. so who cares? But yeah, and also he sucks, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, this podcast would be very controversial if it came out in the 80s. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Ronnie Reagan. <laughs> run, run. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the same way that, like, you've never met a nice person named Spencer... Yeah, that's true, actually. Like, Spencer sounds like a really douchey name. It just feels douchey. All of the Spencers I've known have, like... Well, I've only met one. But he was really into smoking weed, and he was kind of an asshole. I mean, (laughs) all the Lunas you know are probably into that, too. (laughs) But, no, but I mean, like, in addition to being an asshole. Oh, okay. That's what he called... That's what that name conjures for me. (laughs) Okay, weed and asshole. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Alright, so... Ronald wants his land. We talked about that. Uh, and then Maxwell returns, and he's looking very fucked up. Mm-hmm. And someone, sa- someone, tell- someone says to someone else that Maxwell has big eye. They specifically say, that boy's got big eye. Which, I'm, what? I mean, I think it's just like a turn of phrase. The writers were like, oh, this will make them seem rustic, you know? Yeah, big eye. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking roast, like... <laughs> Yeah, I like, mean... Like, boy, you got some fucking big eye going on. Yeah, I mean, I like. I guess it makes sense, because he's, like, just kind of staring wide-eyed. Like, I, like, I think they call it, like, a thousand-mile stare or whatever. thousand-yard like, stare, yeah. thousand-yard whatever. Um, this is America. God damn yeah. it. We use yards here, too. Fuck. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, and then it turns out that Hoffman is getting relocated because mm-hmm. the because the Hoffman because not Hoffman Perlman's company doesn't like what he's doing. Uh-huh. So they're like pulling the, the strings and they're like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here, asshole!" Yeah. And then he's also fucking Abby, mm-hmm. which uh, which um, Ron Perlman is a bit angry about because he used to fuck Abby and mm-hmm. Motor's like, "Dude, you're too old for her." Which right. like they both seem kind of up there, like not super old, but like they seem like within five years of each other. Yeah, five or ten, which is reasonable, you know? I'm going to do a quick check of the real-life ages real quick. Okay, Okay. come back. Well, uh, we can can do it. We can edit this out. Yeah. That's my impression of the theme song. Okay, they're 17 years apart. Never mind. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't Hold know on. if that's like like a flattering of Ron Perlman or like a burn <laughs> on uh, Abby's actress Connie Britton. Yeah, her name is Constance Elaine Britton. Mm. Constance. That's Constance a good name. Elaine. <laughs> that's that's my hot Seinfeld joke. What do you think? That's pretty good. Thanks. Uh, no fix soup. Your dogs here. <laughs> no soup. They're real and they're fantastic. My tits are. <laughs> That show was terrible. You don't like it? I don't. <laughs> That's okay. We can I mean, like, I, I don't very much like shows that are just about terrible people being terrible. Yeah. Because, like, that's really all that show is. Yeah. Like, it, it, and, like, always, I actually have, like, Always Sunny, but the only, the difference between that and Seinfeld is that, like, Seinfeld doesn't feel exclus- exclusively like it's about garbage people. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. feel completely self-aware of that. Always Sunny is, like, uh, like acutely aware of how bad all of its characters are. Mm-hmm. There's another show that I was watching recently that was, like, so much like that. That was, like... It, it, it's, it was, like... It was, like, um... 
it was like Always Sunny except for no one. Oh, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia if the characters, if the show was not acutely aware of how much of an asshole everyone was. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother is so bad. Yeah. It sucks. The first or two seasons are actually decent, but like it gets so bad. Yeah, honestly, like I'm not a huge sitcom watcher, so I watch very little of it, but the what I did watch of it, I did not enjoy. Yeah. So. <laughs> God, we are so off topic again. Yeah, well, look, we're just, this is, our audience has to sympathize. This is a reunite, like a a, a reunite, a reunion? Is that the word? Fuck, a reunion between us two. (laughs) I'm not going to edit any of that out. (laughs) You know what? The English language is very complicated, and sometimes (laughs) it's hard to figure out how to conjugate words. Sometimes it just gets away from you. Yeah. The English major. Yeah. So, <laughs> God, I forgot you're an English major. It's even funnier. <laughs> you know, people always ask me, like, oh, do you get pissed off when people use bad grammar? And I'm like, I can't speak, like, proper English myself. <laughs> me not, me, I don't speak right, so I'm not in a place to judge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I like, like, no. Like, it's all garbage and hard to say, so. Yeah. <laughs> So no, I don't care. But I have met English majors who care so much, and I'm like... That sounds like a bad time. Why? Alright, so... Anyway. (laughs) They go out to the field by the kickwell, and it turns out that Maxwell's kind of bad at his job, because he's done, like, a really shitty job of everything. Uh Uh-huh. And Ron goes... Ron Perlman goes on about how, like, global warming is bullshit Uh for a bit, and he's trying to brute force Hoffman into... Uh, specifically here, Rolagons, which is, like, a specific type of wheel or a tread or something that they would, like, wheel the carts in on. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know why I remember specifically that it's called Rolagons. I mean, I wrote it down, but I remember that detail from the first time I saw the movie, too. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, truly. And mm-hmm. then Elliot is out in, like, a shack in the... Well, like, a shack that they have set up near one of their outposts, and then he finds a diary that's like, this is the last winter. We're fucked. Mm-hmm. Basically. Uh, and then they, we go back, and there's a nice... Ju- there's a jump scare where... Dawn is looking for Maxwell, and then Maxwell appears shirtless, ripped as hell. Oh, yeah. And, um, what happens? Oh, yeah, and it's raining in the in the winter in Alaska. Which is bad. It's which very is bad, bad news. And, oh, sorry. Don't fall asleep on us. <sighs> Too late. Uh, <laughs> and Dawn, who's one of the Native American characters, has, like, a thing about how, like, in her culture, they call, like, when the rain is weird, a certain word. Yeah. And I can't remember because I didn't write it down. Yeah, I don't remember the exact word, but, the, like, the, the connotation would be, like... A um, friend who is acting strangely. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there's a dinner meeting, and Elliot is drunk off his ass, and he's also bleeding out of his nose again a lot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and Ed is very angry about it. Ed being Ron Pollock's character. <laughs> gotta clarify, because we've been calling him... Well, I've been calling him Ron Perlman. No, you just you just mashed their two names together. I by didn't calling say him... Ron Pollock, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ed Perlman. Ed Perlman. That sounds like a dude you would meet. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Hello uh, to Ron, to Ed Perlman listening. He's like, hey. And hey, Ed like, Perlman. Hey. How's it going? We see you. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> We're watching you right now. Stop joking off. This is not the time. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and then Maxwell flies out the fucking handle at Hoffman, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. 
and then he's he's like, "There's something happening. You can't see it. What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then yeah, he's like, he's like, "Uh, you know this is happening too, like, and you because you should be the one telling people because that's your job." Um, then it's just a whole scene, and Hoffman is trying to talk him down. Yeah, and then later, late in the night, Maxwell goes out into the winter, bare ass naked, and Ed pees the bed. Yeah. There was some significance to that that we discussed in my class. Because we watched this in my weird cinema class. Sure, but I, can't sure. remember, I can't remember what it was. There was something really interesting about it, but I can't remember. Oh, well. <laughs> I well. wish. Because, like, well, it seems like such an honestly, odd Honestly, scene. one of these days, I want to get my professor on this show who did that, who did the, who taught me, who taught that class with me. Or taught that, that class rule. with me. That would rule. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> we could watch Alien with him. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> well, no. I'd want to watch something that was, like, actually weird cinema, which Alien is not. Mm. We do like some David Lynch shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm how's, excited about that. <laughs> how's your Lynch? How, how do you like Lynch? Oh, I love Lynch. What have you seen of his? Let's see. Um, I've seen Mulholland Drive. Um, I've seen Blue Velvet. I've seen some of Twin Peaks, but not uh, as much as I would like to. Uh, have you seen Lost Highway? I haven't seen Lost Highway. That's, that's, that's the only one that I've seen of his, uh, and some Twin Peaks as well. Mm-hmm. But Lost Highway is so good. Yeah. I really need to rewatch, completely off top again, I really need to rewatch Mulholland Drive because the last time I watched it, I was like very tired, um, kind of drunk, um, did not understand or could not follow the movie at all. Um, Reno was there, and I just ended up playing with his kinetic sand the entire time. <laughs> Sounds like a good time, honestly. (laughs) You don't get scared by that really good jump scare in there. No. That jump scare is so good. I don't even know if we finished watching the movie because neither of us were following what was happening. And it's a very long movie. (laughs) Yeah. God, what is the runtime on that shit? I think it's over two hours. I'm going to Google it. Mulholland Drive. Oh, no, that's the place. It just, Wikipedia took me to the place (laughs) for Mulholland Drive. Nope. Mulholland Drive is 146 minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Alright, we need to get back to this fucking movie. Yeah, but we're getting through it. We're getting through we're it. A- we're actually plugging through it. We're getting through it at a quicker pace than we were when Brooks and Eddie were on. <laughs> so, they they can't find Maxwell, and they go out to Kickwell and find a dead Maxwell who has no eyes. Yeah. Um, presumably that the, the crows around have eaten them out. Yeah. And then uh, there's some found footage shit that we see, and Blair is really interested all of a sudden. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I was I was following the plot of this movie, trust and believe. I but... do believe, I trust. <laughs> um, but, fuck yeah, I don't know, I just love, I think combination of, like, not found footage and found footage is very interesting. And it's I've, good, yeah. I very much appreciate it. So essentially what we have is Maxwell just um, filming, like, the, this this vast, like, escape of, like ice and like mm-hmm. snow and stuff like that and he's like do you see that like do you see that um like pointing to something in the distance and then he uh uh turns the camera towards him and he's just like again like do you see that and then something behind from behind him attacks him you and know then we see his foot and then we and see then his foot and the camera drops mm-hmm. and then we well we find out that maxwell is dead yeah. And, and Ron Perlman is like, I don't want to fucking call the cops yet. We, we need to wait a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ron Perlman, the first thing he does is uh, he just throws he throws the, 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 the tape into a fire, you know? And everyone's freaking out. They're like, hey, that's evidence, you know? And he's like, so so what? Like, yeah. I, why, we don't need this. And I'm like, no, I don't know. But um, obviously, like, Ron Perlman's character does not want any sort of, like, 
litigations raised against him or anything like that or yeah. like yeah just any sort of like reason for consequences because he just wants to get his job done he doesn't want any reasons for it to be put on hold or anything like that mm-hmm. uh so everyone's kind of fucked up like mm-hmm. everyone's getting kind of weird and fucked up about everything and then, like, El- er, um, Hoffman proposes this theory about low-level sour gas leaking out from the kickwell. Mm-hmm. And Ed- Ron Perlman is just like, what the fuck? That's stupid. That It's, like, a- half a mile underground. There's no way that's happening. And then they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And I wrote Hoffman is seeing some serious shit, dude, but I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Maxwell's ghost or something like that? Oh, yeah. Or, he's, like, he's, he's he was Maxwell's having visions. Ghost. He sees Maxwell's ghost. Or just, like... Like, hallucinations or things. I don't yeah. think there was any sort of confirmation that it literally was a ghost, you know? Yeah. Um, because we do get these sort of, like, flashes yeah. of things. This movie is really well-directed, just thinking about it. Yeah, no, this movie was really good. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I wrote down Poindexter blood out through his nose, meaning Elliot, who had the nosebleed from the hockey, from the football game, just, like, fell asleep and then bled out in his yeah. head. Like, he... Like Hoffman goes in to find him, and it's just like there's a sh- there's a there's a dead man in that bed with just like a pool of blood under him. Straight up, that was like the weirdest death in this movie. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Like even compared to like, um, um, Maxwell's like, who you usually don't bleed out through your nose unless you have like some sort of like blood disorder, right? Yeah, but I know there's, there's, there's an underlying theme of incontinence about this movie. Like, sure. we, we have Hoff, we have we have Elliot being unable to keep the blood in, but we also have, like, Hoffman being able to, or not Hoffman, sorry, um, Ed being unable to, like, keep, like, literally being incontinent. Right, yeah. And it's, there's an underlying theme to that. I don't really know what it signifies, but that is there. I think, like, a, like a loss of control or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because, like, there, it's the, it's the, it's the, um, it's, raw nature taking over like we see happening in the movie like we it is beyond our control we have awakened these spirits and now Mm -hmm. we cannot stop them Mm -hmm. going deep the monster in this movie isn't very good the monster in this movie fucking sucks and the cg for this monster is also hot garbage um it looks like a 3d model from a playstation one video game you know what it kind of reminds me of um um Actually, no, it totally does not remind me of this. Well, I guess it did, but it's not, like, similar to it that at all. But there's, like, an Avatar The Last Airbender, like, they, this huge water monster, like, is oh, created. Oh, is, is that from the... Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, seems, that sounds about right. Yeah. It also kind of reminds me of... Um, you remember that episode where Aang gets trapped in the spirit world? Yeah, that too, that too, that the, too. The giant, like, morphed panda thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally, totally, totally. God, and it's like, a good show. Yeah, I've been actually. I had a dream about rewatching that recently, so I think I'm probably gonna do that. <laughs> I um, there's a scene in Avatar: The Last Airbender that like literally, it's a minute long, and it literally makes me cry every single time I see it. Like I watched it, I watched it like four times in the last like span of three or four months, mm-hmm. and like every single time I've watched, it, I know exactly what's gonna happen. I know every line, and I still just fucking weep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, um, I'm not talking about bossing say. Oh, you're not? No, uh, I'm talking about the Zuko Iroh reunion scene. Oh shit, that one's good, good too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a heartbreaker. Uh, I could watch it live right now. <laughs> you could hear me cry. <laughs> now that's the podcast audio that's, we need. Now that's some, that is maximum fun. Get your fucking ass ready because we got some shit for you. Yeah, we'll just 
I'm just... sorry. I just said get your ass ready because we have some shit for you. <laughs> Great. Fab. Awesome. Okay, so where did we leave off? Um, we, we talked about the directing because uh, Point Dexter bled out through his nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's a plane crash and oh, some yeah. guys who we don't know die. Mm-hmm. And also Hoffman is injured. Mm-hmm. No, not Hoffman. Sorry. Uh, Motor's injured. Mm-hmm. Like, the two guys who are dri- who are flying the plane, they just straight up die, and there's some very bad CG explosions. Yeah. And, um, Motor is knocked unconscious. hmm Which is important for later. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then we got some fucking... There's a Ski-Doo, and they they find a big-ass truck in the... In the in, this is Ed and uh, Hoffman on the Ski-Doo, and they find a big-ass truck of something... And I don't know what the something is. I don't know what the significance of the truck is. I honestly forgot. Mm-hmm. But um, continuing the theme of incontinence, the there's a leak in the oil. Uh, oh yeah, fit yeah, thing yeah, yeah. For the ski do. And that's like a nice linkage. Like, it is. Good on you for like linking those three things together because I wouldn't. Thanks, have Brian Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like impressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm impressed that I remember it. Yeah. I feel like there was, like, one or two other things that were brought up on that, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the fact, maybe just, like, the straight-up oil spillage that happens that's yeah. referred to at the beginning of the movie. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that happens. So they decided to walk to the nearest town for help. Mm-hmm. And Ed Pollock falls in the frozen pond, and it's very scary. And I talked about how that's, like, one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Like, right. my, my, my worst death is being buried alive. My second worst death is drowning in a frozen pond. Oh my god, yeah, because you can you could like miss the hole. Yeah. Up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's not good. It's also why It's I also don't... it also would like it also would suck a lot to survive. Yeah. Cuz like you just like unless you have unless you can like get airlifted to a sauna immediately, you're just like frozen f- solid like a fucking popsicle. Yeah. It's like the full body equivalent of when you step in a puddle and your sock gets wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um that's why so ice fishing is a big thing here in Minnesota because we have a lot of lakes and it gets very cold. Mm-hmm. Um I won't will not go ice fishing. Oh, never. Never, never. in my life. Nope. Like, I will go skydiving. I will probably go, like, deep... I will, I will probably, at some point in my life, go scuba diving. Yeah. I'm never, ever going ice fishing. Oh, my God. I was on it once, and I, like, the... Not my... Not the USB drive, but, like, the, the, the plastic bit around my USB drive just mm-hmm. slipped off of it and fell into the water. And I'm like, oh, that's gone forever now. <laughs> and Lost I'm like, that could time. be me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. Oh, God. So we go back to the cabin, or the the station, and Abby's, like, wandering around because it's, like, really quiet. And then we see Dawn suffocating Motor. Mm-hmm. Because she's, like, gone off of the fucking rails. Uh-huh. And then Abby, like, fights Dawn and accidentally kills her with the horribly lethal jutting corner, which I'm pretty sure is the cause of more accidental fatalities than anything else in movies or television. Yeah, probably. Because, like, it happened in Tamra. Mm-hmm. That's how Tamra died. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Throwback. That, that's how Tremors died in, in Tamra. Yeah. Tremors died in Tremor 2. <laughs> Tremors 2, still Tremorin. <laughs> and then, let's see. Uh, Ed and Hoffman are being haunted by the campfire. Not be, not the campfire is haunting them, but they are by the campfire and being haunted in that location. Yeah. <laughs> we get some very bad CG, and Hoffman's like freaking the fuck out because he can see the ghost, but Ed can't, so he just lays him the fuck out. Yeah. And then the radio happens. There's a radio thing. 
Um, I don't remember the radio thing. Oh, it's when Abby is talking with Hoffman. And they're like, there's something here. And I was like, what? And Hoffman's like, there's something here. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then uh, Hoffman shoots a flare gun into the air to get the attention of the nearby town and gets attacked by a Wendigo because it drew the attention. Uh-huh. And he gets carried off into the sun, or not the sunset. Like, he gets just kind of carried off by the Wendigo. Into the distance, yeah. Yeah. And then we see a really weird, um, like, <laughs> cut where it's like, we're soaring over the we're like obviously in like a helicopter shot of the 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 the, um, the arctic wasteland uh-huh and then there's like some snow graphics like like the windows 98 star screen yeah screen exactly. saver. Mm-hmm. and then um we do a weird and then we have like a flashback to him as a kid i think i don't remember for sure but like there's a flashback to him as like a little child in like, uh-huh. a raincoat and playing out in the snow uh-huh and then that's that's the end of that. And then we cut to... Oh, well, Hoffman also gets eaten by Wendigos. Yeah. And then we cut to a hospital where Abby just, like, wakes up suddenly. hmm And on the TV in the background, there's, like, this... The, the weatherman is, like... There's a weatherman on talking about how, like, there's a lot of weird shit happening around the world in terms of weather. Like, how she's, like, unbridled. Like, uh... excessive... Extremely excessive heat. Extremely excessive cold in some areas. But mainly just extremely excessive heat. Yeah, if I and, had like, torrential downpours and shit. Yeah, if I had gotten like noticed that the first time we watched this, the ending probably would have made a lot more sense to me. Oh, yeah, um, and then, and then uh, Abby like walks around the hospital and finds a, uh, a a doctor hanging dead with like a necktie around his throat, yeah, strapped yeah. to a water pipe or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she wanders outside, and we get this really claustrophobic shot where we can't really see what's going on, but we see just like this giant puddle, mm-hmm. and it looks like. It's just, like, it's just wet. And it's, like, the dead of winter in, like, Alaska. And, like, there's no snow. Yeah, and we hear all these, like, noises of, like, alarms and crashes and yeah, stuff and like that. Yeah, and we hear, like, there's a, there was, like, this earlier in the in the movie, there was this motif of, like, very loud, like, stampede sounds. And we hear some of that. Like, the stampede uh-huh. was supposed to, in, like, the stampede was supposed to indicate the Wendigos. Uh-huh. So we hear the stampede sound effects here. So, like, maybe they're tearing. But we don't really see it. All we see is this top-down shot of Abby wandering out of the hospital in this giant puddle there's like an empty ambulance like crashed on the side and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. 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 I I appreciate like I kind of got the ending kind of, but it didn't make complete like concrete sense to me and if, I wish I would have picked up that like television yeah, broadcast. Yeah. It could have been like a little bit less subtle. Yeah. Like, um, I would have appreciated it. But... but I think that's just because the the quality we were watching this movie on was 240p. Yeah. It was not very good. Yeah. Um so that probably like if I was watching this like probably how it was supposed to be watched and yeah. like actual good quality mm-hmm. on like a bigger screen, <laughs> um, I probably would have you know appreciated it more. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's the movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. What are we? What are we going to rate this on a scale of? What's our, um, what's our scale this time? Shitty Wendigos. How did you say that? Oh, I don't know. I got all the <laughs> syllables in there. Probably just not the emphasis on the right words. How do you say it? Wendigo. Wendigo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on whatever. A scale, on a scale of zero to five shitty Wendigos, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> when, Wendy, Wendigo is when you go to Wendy's. <laughs> I'm going on Wendigo. Um... um I'll probably give it about four out of five. Okay. I feel. I'm gonna give, um, it, I'm gonna give it a four point five out of five. Shitty Wendigos. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I like not got a number for it is because I don't like the monster. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the thing is I like the monster. I just don't like the way that they did it. Yeah, I just I don't. The, I think I the don't... monster was cool, and I think that they I think they actually like set it up in a decent way. But just like it's the Stephen King effect. They promise and they promise and they don't deliver a good yeah. look. You know they like if they, they just should have they just, just not been, shown it exactly. To us, you know? If they hadn't shown it to us, so much better. Yeah, exactly. But like seeing it is like. We didn't, like, there's no mention of a Wendigo anywhere. I just said it like you did as a joke, but I, I just want to clarify that that wasn't direct a joke, not you infecting me with, with weird words. <laughs> Anyways, there's no mention of a Wendigo anywhere outside of the fact that, like, we see them, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, it could have been, we didn't have to see them. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, because I, I wouldn't have known that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Until like, you, you told you, me that. <laughs> you, you, well, I mean, you would have, you would have like, had some implications. Like, we saw all those, like, that, that, like hoof, all those hoof prints, that stampede and stuff. But, stampede yeah, if that's, not a, if that's not a monster that you're familiar with. Exactly. There's no re- there's no way you would know what it exactly. is. Exactly. Like, I, I, the only reason I know about Wendigo is because they talk about it in the Christmas episode of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. <laughs> 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 uh, God bless you. Okay. All right. So, questions from listeners. We have some this week. Do we? Yeah. Meow. All right. So, uh, Anonymous asks... Oh, you can send us a question at fearbaiting at gmail.com, at fearbaiting on Twitter, or fearbaiting.tumblr.com. Anonymous asks, this one's anyone's game. What's your favorite horror movie to come out in the past year? I think... I'm pretty sure I know your answer. Yeah. um, So, let's hear yours first. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Actually, you can go ahead, because I actually don't know what came out in the last year. Um, definitely The Witch. We watched it last week, and it's absolutely my favorite movie that's come out recently, you know? Yeah. Uh, I might have, I'm probably gonna have to cut this search, but let me take a look at what we got. Because okay. I haven't seen any horror movies that came out in the past year, I'm pretty sure. Did you watch Ten Cloverfield Lane? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I haven't had a chance to yet. Yeah, because that's the other one that's like my second favorite. Yeah, let me take a look, see what, uh, popsugar.com says the top ten best horror movies of the past five years. <laughs> We're gonna th- I'm going to have to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what do you got? Popsugar.com. VHS, that was 2012. Insidious, that was 2011. Let Me In. That was the, the American remake of Let the Right One In, I'm pretty sure. Was it? Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, I like the original one better. Yeah. Well, this list did list The Witch. Yeah. Like, True. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just say it follows. I guess. Oh yeah, totally. With that, I think that was with. I think that was out of the entirely out of the la- like that 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 was released more than a year ago. But like, I'm and like honestly, even if I had seen more horror movies, it would probably be at the top of my list because it's just like really good, and I'm all about that that like '80s music aesthetic. Like the um, what's their name? Uh, what the fuck is his name? The guy who did the soundtrack for Drive. Shit, fuck. I'm sorry. What? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh, god, fucking... Griffin Macro... Okay, hold on. Disaster Piece. That's what it is. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Not, not from the soundtrack to Drive, but Disaster Piece and um, Outrun, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I liked a lot about It Follows. I think I, re- I watched it. I rewatched it recently, and mm-hmm. I realized why I didn't like it as much as I thought, and it's because... The characters are very flat, I feel. And I get why yeah, they're flat. Yeah. 
but I just don't think it was very successful. But I yeah. love the concept. I love the aesthetic. Um, I just, I, I think it's such a brilliant concept um, for a movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, our second question comes from a uh, friend of the show, Tomer user Tired Futch, who says, I'm not caught up yet, so IDK if you already know these, but has Blair seen the Japanese horror film No Roy? It's a favorite found footage of mine. Blair, have you? Um, I don't think so, but I think it's been recommended to me before. Um, I would love to watch it. The only, like, I do have problems with movies in subtitles, if yeah, we have no, not already established that, because I have attention problems, so, yeah. like, um... But one of these days I'd love to because, um, I don't know, I love found footage and I love Japanese horror so much because I feel like they have such a, like, a specific aesthetic yeah. to their horror mm-hmm. that is just so delectable. It's yeah. so good. Uh, I've not seen it either. Yeah. One um, of these days, though. Yep. So, last question for the week. Tumblr user Disgorging Head says, Hi there. I was listening to one of your older episodes and Luna mentioned a book called Designing Fear and Aesthetics of Horror, Cinematic Horror. I've been trying to find a copy to read, but all of the physical ones are incredibly expensive and there don't seem to be any PDFs. If you don't mind, could you please share where you read it? Um, unfortunately, where I read the, the, the clip that I had that I personally read, because it's just like monetized to hell, was from a, uh, a, a uh, pamphlet that I was, or not a pamphlet, like a big-ass booklet of readings that I was handed in my Weird Cinema class. If I still have access to it, I can actually probably just like give you the link personally. Yeah. So anyone who's interested in getting that link... Um, you can go ahead and, like, hit me up. Yeah. Uh, hold on. What the fuck was the intro? Okay, there we go. Yes. But, yeah, if you want to just, like, hit me up for that, I I might be able to help you out. Yeah, you probably should hit me up with that, too, because it sounds quite interesting. Yeah, it's the one that, like, talks about how good the Blair Witch Project is. Nope, I don't have it. I can see if I can get it from my uh, professor, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right. Yeah, I've, I've been kicked out of everything from, from Clarkson. <laughs> Denied. Denied. All right, yeah. Uh, if you, again, if you want to, well, we already listed our shit to reach us. So we're going to move on to recommendations for this week. Blair, what you got? Um. So recently I watched the, um, you perhaps have heard of it, Um. Uh, the documentary Tickled, which <laughs> I don't want to tell too much about it because it is, it's, it just goes a totally unexpected place. But uh, essentially what it's about is the, 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 the underground online, like, tickling fetish community. Um, uh, and it, 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 it covers a lot of, like, old internet sort of things. And it's, it's, it's so, it, it feels so much like, like falling down an internet rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, that's, it's just the perfect feeling of that. And it's. It, the ending isn't completely satisfying, but just, like, the that feeling is so satisfying. That just un- feel. That just uncovering, like, layers and layers of, like, like weird shit, you know? And it's and it's not that the fetish itself is weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the like, the people involved and, the like, the shit that goes on, like, yeah. peripheral to it is that is, that is just nuts. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you can find a theater that's playing it, Go for it. Absolutely. Uh, my recommendation this week is not a movie. It's uh, it's a book, actually. It's a graphic novel. It's Brian Lee O'Malley's uh, graphic novel, Seconds. Oh, sure. Which came out in um, 2013, 2014. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I liked Scott Pilgrim a lot, but one of the things that everyone really complained about was the amount of same face that you really got into with that. Mm-hmm. But um, with Seconds, it's fully in color, so you don't really have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, Less a smaller cast, and it's only a it's a one shot, not a six 
novel thing. Right. But, but um, <clears throat> the one thing I really like about Seconds to the Post of Scott Pilgrim is that, like, Brian Lee O'Malley really lent into the fan, really kind of like leaned into the fantasy elements of it. Like Scott Pogan was like all about like being metatextual and like referential, mm-hmm. but Seconds is just like really heavily leaning into the um, the uh, magical realism kind of sort of stuff. Oh, nice! And it's Neat. really good. And it's really beautiful. Brian Lee O'Malley's I, I love the guy's I, I love the guy's art in general, but his color work has always been phenomenal to me mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. And yeah, Seconds. <laughs> Alright, that's a tight 55-minute podcast. <laughs> Alright, so we already listed where you can reach us for our official stuff, but if you want to reach us for ship posting venues, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at GrandpaPiss or on Tumblr, uh, chiesatanakas.tumblr.com, and Blair can be found. Uh, you can find me uh, at Blair Kitch, which is just my name, um, and then you can find me uh, on Tumblr uh, uh, at eight zero five. that's with Poost with two O's and 805, like the numerals. Awesome. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it for this week. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, everyone. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'm Blair. I'm Luna. Uh, and uh, as always... Uh, You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone.